Welcome to Challenge Radio. Today, we'll be going over the editorial, Canada Wildfires, Capitalism, the Firestarter Behind Climate Disaster. Toxic air plagued much of the U.S. in early June as wildfires raged throughout Canada. On June 6, New York City experienced the worst pollution on record beyond the emergency level set by the Environmental Protection Agency, and nearly four times the level considered unhealthy. Hypocritical calls by liberal misleaders like New York Mayor Eric Adams to stay home if you can were too little too late, as smoke darkened orange-hued skies. Most workers couldn't heed Adams' calls, since no work means no pay, and the capitalist bosses weren't about to lose profits to protect workers. Black and Latin workers in the poorest neighborhoods suffered the most as the choking air caused emergency rooms to soar, especially for those with asthma and other respiratory illnesses. The dirty air crisis piled on the already poisonous effects of living under capitalism. While wildfire smoke is unusual for New York, breathing toxic air is the everyday norm for much of the world's working class. South Asia has nine of the world's ten cities with the worst air and persistently hazardous pollution that causes an estimated two million premature deaths a year. Capitalism wreaks devastation on the working class every day, from the nonstop deforestation in the Amazon rainforest to the proposed bulldozing of a forest in Atlanta to build a $90 million facility to train more killer KKK cops. The rulers keep spreading the horrors of their toxic system. We cannot rely on the ruling class that kills us daily. We can't trust our children's future to the profit mad monsters who cause climate change in the first place. Only communism, a system run to serve workers' needs, not the profits of a few, can change the conditions that lead to so much death and disease for the international working class. Capitalist drive for profits equals wildfires. Wildfires? aren't the natural disasters that the term might imply. Although lightning was the primary cause of the recent Canadian conflagrations, many of the burning trees were not in natural forests. Much of the devastated anchorage was in industrial tree farms. Timber companies cut down forests that had been there for hundreds of years to make space for commercial tree varieties and eliminate competition. As usual, the drive for maximum profits leads to planting of profitable but less fire-tolerant tree species, making it easier to spread fires. Rising temperatures worldwide due to burning of fossil fuels lead to drier conditions 
making wildfires more frequent and intense, which in turn release more carbon into the atmosphere and cause even more global warming. Protecting the health of the environment and humanity will never be society's goal until capitalism is destroyed. Under communism, there would be no need to put workers' lives in such danger. Without money and the drive for profit, all decisions, including environmental decisions, made would be based on the needs of the international working class. Environmental racism is part of life under capitalism. The smoke that blanketed New York didn't spare wealthy neighborhoods, but like most environmental disasters, the most exploited workers in already neglected neighborhoods are hurt the most. The harm from smoke comes from tiny solid and liquid particles that are inhaled and triggered respiratory illnesses or worsen existing conditions. With already higher than average asthma rates, black and Latin workers are among the most vulnerable to the hazardous impacts of the smoke. This too is not a natural occurrence. Racist segregation, a criminal abomination created by the capitalist ruling class, Force black and Latin workers to live in neighborhoods cut through by highways and packed with industrial plants. Black and Hispanic communities in the U.S. are exposed to far more air pollution and neighborhoods once shaped by discriminatory housing policies have more pavement, fewer trees, and higher than average temperatures. A combination that can lead to deadly heat illness. During the wildfire crisis, the highest rates of emergency room visits related to asthma were in these areas. Historically black and Latin neighborhoods such as New York's South Bronx, nicknamed Asthma Alley, have the highest rates of death and disease from asthma in the country. In New York, 80% of the people hospitalized with asthma are black and Latin workers. Capitalism was already killing these workers. This smoke only made things worse. Capitalism won't solve climate change. Liberal misleaders like Adams and President Joe Biden would have us think that climate change denial is a new phenomenon pushed by the conservative fringe. but. It was oil giant ExxonMobil, a bulwark of mainstream finance capital, that hired scientists in the 1970s who found that fossil fuels were dangerous and then paid them to hide their findings and misinform the public. They were conscious that their products wouldn't stay profitable once the world understood their risks. With Canada in the spotlight, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's hypocrisy stands out. In June 2019, Canada declared a national climate emergency. The next day, it was approved the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion to move almost 600,000 barrels of oil per day from Alberta to the port of Burnaby. The boss's promises at United Nations climate conferences to cut carbon dioxide emissions 
mean next to nothing. As oil profits soar, in large part due to the war in Ukraine, trillions of dollars are being invested worldwide in fossil fuel infrastructure. These plans are making a mockery of the UN's goal of limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius, never mind their members' commitment at the Paris Agreement in 2015. Temperature rises over 2 degrees could bring catastrophic and potentially irreversible impacts, including pushing 3 billion people into chronic water scarcity. As the world's imperialist superpowers ramp up to the next world war, they will be doing whatever it takes to protect their profits and power. Under Biden, laughably called the first climate president, oil production has increased to record levels. In March, the Biden administration approved a massive drilling project in Alaska that could generate the same carbon emissions each year as adding 2 million gas-powered cars to the roads. This Willow project, praised by oil execs, is supposed to secure energy independence from Russia, the capitalist code for sharpening inter-imperialist rivalry. The liberal bosses calling for the Green New Deal, the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act, or other UN climate goals, continue to pose them as solutions to the capitalist-created climate crisis. But global bosses have no real plan to save the planet. Their master plan is to prepare for world war. As of 2019, the U.S. military was the largest single source of greenhouse gas emissions in the world. Capitalism can never combat climate change. Burn down capitalism with communist revolution. Communism is the only system that can. In a system run by and for the working class, the profit-driven causes of climate change will wither away. Unfortunately, the damage caused by capitalism won't be undone overnight. But we will reorganize the way that we work and the way we power our world. We will organize to protect the working class by moving workers away from vulnerable coastlines, increasing green spaces, and converting clean energy sources. When natural disasters strike, our priority will be to save and protect lives. Join Progressive Labor Party and organize for communist revolution to build that world. Play.
Hello, welcome to Challenge Radio, the official Progressive Labor Party podcast. I'm joined by one comrade to discuss the latest editorial in Challenge, which is Canada Wildfires, Capitalism, the Firestarter Behind the Climate Disaster. Um, so, yeah, you want to tell me what your immediate reactions to this article were, what you felt the main political takeaways were? Well, sure. <clears throat> I thought that uh, the central theme really is that the capitalist system, driven by making profit at all costs, completely neglects the health and well-being of the rest of the people on the planet, and that really only if we organize to smash capitalism itself and racism and sexism that is an integral part of it, only with that kind of uh, effort can we possibly begin to have a better life for ourselves and our families uh, and a, and a pollution-free world. Yeah, so I think the liberal media sort of wants us to believe that this is a natural disaster, that it's unfortunate that these sorts of things happen. Uh, but I thought the article did a good job of making clear that this was much more of a man-made, capitalist-made disaster. Yes, that's for sure. Uh, in fact, you know, uh, fires and forests historically have actually been very helpful to forests. In, when the lightning strikes and there's a, it, it burns out certain parts of the vegetation and allows the stronger trees to continue to grow well. But uh, when you have the kind of global warming going on now with the vegetation drying out and uh, you be begin having like tinder boxes for a lot of the forests. So when lightning strikes or when the, somebody drops a cigarette, but <laughs> in the wrong place, uh, you're going to have a wildfire now that really destroys all kinds of things. In fact, the number of wildfires is about the same as it's been before, but the actual extent of the burned acreage is much, much larger than it's ever been. What I was reading was that a lot of the old growth forests that would burn in this more natural controlled way have been cut down to make room for these large sort of tree plantations where there's only a couple different types of tree and they're much younger and there's not the same type of undergrowth and sort of natural occurring forests. And these forests burn much more extensively they're able to take much less carbon out of the atmosphere, for instance, all sorts of ways that they, this sort of profit-driven planting replaces what would be a much more natural, healthy forest. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, I think uh, we're facing so many disasters from global warming, and the wildfires are one of them, and the incredible smoke that is blanketing the planet more and more, not just in the United States or in New even just in New York City, but we, even in the United States, we've had these smoke events in California, in the north central areas and uh you know then in other countries they've had in australia there was the famous uh, black fires of the 2020 uh which burned for months and months and months and created all kinds of health disasters in australia in australia so this is a global problem uh, all caused by the drive for profit by the capitalists who don't care about our health uh, as long as we're able to work and make a little bit of money for them that's all they care about that's right um, do you want to talk a little bit about the impact of environmental racism on this problem? Racism has been so woven into the whole history of this country that even in terms of where people live, uh, racism has created the worst places for African-Americans and for uh, other immigrants coming into the country. It, in in uh, Louisiana, for example, there was the famous Cancer Alley where all these polluting uh, firms actually uh, dumped their waste into this area. Love, uh, and there's also a Love Canal in New York where the incidence of cancer went up dramatically. Or if you take the case of California where 
where we did some work in the Progressive Labor Party many years ago in the in the uh, fields, uh, there was a huge increase in McFarland in cancer as a result of the polluting work of the pesticides and the and so on that were used in the uh, in the fields. So yes, uh, the in, in fact in New York City in the Bronx, uh, there's an area called Asthma Alley, kind of goes with the you know the Love Canal and the Cancer Alley where because of the air pollution from all the industries that are in, located near there, the level of asthma, especially for children, is extremely high. Uh, and, and you even find it even in uh, areas like public housing uh, in many parts where there's more and more African-Americans living there and, and generally very poor people. Uh, there you have all kinds of other pollution fa factors coming from the lousy housing. So for example, the um, pollution coming from uh, rats and mice and roaches are all asthma triggers as well. So between where people live and then the surrounding industrial areas, you're really in big trouble. Um, so I keep hearing that the Democrats and the liberals want to, to solve global warming by doing a Green New Deal and investing in renewable energy. Should we have hope that they're going to seriously take on uh, fighting climate change? Well, I think they've shown to be themselves to be hypocrites, uh, and certainly the capitalists behind them all have shown that they are, have no intention of significantly reducing uh, fossil fuels, which are the main thing driving greenhouse gases and the global warming going on right now in, in the planet. Back in the 70s, they knew that this uh, what they were doing, uh, just like they knew what they were doing with cigarettes uh, back in the day, you know, where they said, oh, they're, they're good for your digestion after a meal, right? That was a, one of the advertising gimmicks they use for cigarettes. Well, it's the same way that, you know, uh, oil and gas and coal are all very necessary, they say, and uh, will you know, then they're going to clean that up. But in fact, they've invested trillions and trillions of dollars in infrastructure all over the globe with the goal of extracting oil, gas and coal. And that investment needs to show a return on investment for the capitalists. And that's what they care about. And so therefore, they, they've kind of played us for the fool a little bit about this Green New Deal idea. The idea that somehow we can solve the polluting effect of uh, greenhouse gases by changing to wind and solar, because both of those systems are grossly inadequate and always require more fossil fuels to be used as supplements to them. So that's not even going to touch the problem. Now, on the other hand, nuclear reactors actually don't put out any carbon, but they don't want to do those because that would interfere with their ability to continue to extract profit. Progressive Labor Party is calling for a communist revolution. We want to run society, not for profit, but for what is best for the working class. So how would we handle these problems? Well, I think the main, uh, the main thing is that by having uh, our class collectively ruling the society, we can figure out the best way to continue to have the electric power that we need. Uh, we can figure out a better way of doing it. Uh, we don't need to have that much fossil fuel. Uh, eventually, we'll need to get rid of all of it, really, in order to start bringing the global warming down to lower levels. And I think that's something that the working class can work out itself. I mean, the technology is already there in many ways. Uh, safe nuclear uh, reactors and so on are being developed all the time. And those provide a, a way of powering the economy, whatever kind of economy we want to set up, whether we want to maintain this uh, excessive consumerist type of economy around the world or whether we want to change that a little bit. That's something that the working class can figure out. Right now, we're, the whole energy area is driven by profit, profit, profit. And that's at the expense of the workers. It's at the expense of the 
health of the entire planet. And I think, therefore, uh, we have a priority of getting rid entirely of this whole capitalist system. Yeah, I just want to add to that the article mentions the coming war between the United States and China. It just strikes me as ridiculous that the United States would do anything that would jeopardize its ability to compete with China, including investing in renewable energy if it meant cutting back their cheap energy supply or their ability to draw profit from that industry. They wanted to be what they call energy independent. Uh, but what that really means is they want to be able to prepare for war. And a war of that magnitude, it, it should be said too that China is a, a primary polluter and there's a great deal of problems the way that they've developed their economy, which is not economy, this is a capitalist economy. Um, so this coming war, if the capitalists get to do it, which they seem to really want to, will be catastrophic for the planet. I'd agree with that entirely. And I think that um, the idea that somehow the capitalists will resolve their problems with each other is just not true. Because not only are they driven by profit, they're driven by accumulating ever more capital, and there's not that much world to go around anymore. They used to plunder uh, many other countries and so on, but now there's so many imperialists out there now all trying to take over more and more area to expand their own reach that they're on a collision course. Back in the day, back when the Soviet Union was around and the, the U.S. and the Soviet Union had that, that Cold War, even there, they were able to come up with a, a way to slow that down a little bit. They had communication lines open and uh, so on. Even there, we almost got into a nuclear war back and then. Now, with untrammeled uh, capitalism in all these countries, I mean, the, the danger of war, including nuclear war, is very severe. And I think it's increasingly urgent that people understand the need for a party to go mobilize the global working class to destroy the capitalists before they destroy us. So I, I think you're absolutely right. And I would endorse this idea that people should think about joining a party, in particular, a party that actually has this vision of a communist society of equality and collectivity. Well said. Please consider joining Progressive Labor Party. We're organizing for a communist revolution and we need as many workers involved as possible. Thank you for listening. Have you seen the latest challenge put out by PLP? Fight back Wildcat, read all about it. Get your challenge here. Challenge the communist paper. That's right, the communist paper. Fight back Wildcat, read all about it. Get your challenge here. Get your challenge here.